Welcome to This Osteopathic Life. This is Dr. Amelia Beakey. I am honored to share with you the philosophy that has underscored my personal and professional life and explore how osteopathy truly is for the health of all things. I see these principles in action every day in my varied roles as physician, parent, athlete, writer, musician, coach, and entrepreneur, and hope they will light the way for the path to your best health. Please note that while I am a physician, this podcast is intended to share general information and encourage discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. Thank you for joining me for episode 57 of season three of This Osteopathic Life. This is the final episode in the daily podcast adventure number 30 for the month of November 2021. And we agreed, right? We being me and me and anyone who was participating in this challenge along the way to an average of an episode each day. And that did come with some shifts and adaptations, including this, like today, with multiple episodes in one day and making it work in the way that makes sense, in the way that's available, allowing for some days of rest and some days of reflection, some days where the episode just didn't quite come to fruition in the way it was meant to and letting that be okay, knowing that most of the time they just emerge and we combine them with the beautiful music and push publish. And other times it just doesn't quite fit in trusting that. So where we began is where we will go and then we'll bring ourselves to this finish point and we'll explore that concept because finish is such an interesting experience and what does it mean? What is it actually opening the door toward and when does it feel good to cross the finish line, to be done with something, to maybe not go back to something and when are we actually just getting started or when are we creating a continuous loop and what does that look like? So we began on the 1st of November, looking back at the challenge that had transpired and celebrating it. And then we stepped into the longest name ever for a podcast episode, starting strong, finishing with a flourish and managing the messy middle. And so we anticipated it. We weren't surprised when some things shifted and bent and extended, prolonged, didn't look quite as we expected in those middle pieces. We looked at being in charge, noticing where we have power, autonomy, control, how we're leveraging that, what it feels like to experience it. Recalibrating and having difficult conversations. And as I look at this, right, this is a timeline of this past month, but also a reveal of the evolution in the ways in which things have been presenting themselves. And I've had the opportunity, the great gift of this month in these regular contacts and sharing to really see what's coming up for me. And that difficult conversation was perhaps the greatest gift of this month. It's opened so many different doors and pathways and feelings, and I might say my heart, to really see, think, and feel differently, allowing me to see where we're headed, to see where we've been. We had future focus and we had returning, both of which remind us of where we often will look behind us and ahead of us and where we always are here and now. We had the internal arc where we moved through the activation process, the content of this osteopathic life and the framework of the book that's pending. And that has come through as something so powerful. And I'm so encouraged by this experience to be able to bring that to completion, bring that to its finish line 
and from that finish line to step into the space of engaging with that tool and that medium of communication with all of you and with those who might engage there differently than on a podcast. So we saw what it was like to assess, acknowledge, awaken, allow, accept, and appreciate. We even took pause in that middle moment to have an anniversary celebration and then carried on with approve, align, advocate, accelerate, apply, and amalgamate. We saw the impact of bringing those all together, of having them in sequence and utilizing them in different pairings and saw what was available to us. We noticed the strength we have in our uniqueness, in our differences, and what it means to illustrate them. And as this month has evolved, seeing that some things that might work for me might not work for you, vice versa, and for that to be okay. For us to find what is right for us, what's motivating for us, what's meaningful for us, and to let that be enough. Now, we had interspersed in there beautiful conversations, perhaps one of the most powerful episodes that I have had with Dr. Funke Afalabi-Brown looking at sleep, and she actually just had a recent webinar on sleep in teens, and I'll link to the show notes again, her website, such an important resource and such a key space for us to take care of our children, our youth. Now, we looked at some of the comparisons as we went through the saboteurs from the positive intelligence teachings. And it was a great opportunity to bring forward some concepts that have been percolating for me that I've been meaning to bring out. And I thought perhaps on a Facebook Live or in a YouTube episode, but I thought here, here is where I am. Here is where I speak. This is a space that feels like home to me. And bringing them through in this osteopathic life felt like also a melding of my worlds and bringing forward the ways in which I engage and understand, the ways in which I learn and grow. And what a synergistic opportunity. So we saw those pairings of avoidance and agreement, of control and care, of achieve and abandon, of rational and reactive, of vigilant and vacant, of pleaser and proud, of restless and relaxed of stickler and sympathetic, of victim and victor. And within that, we had another episode of Conversations come through with Dr. Amanda Adkins looking at lifestyle medicine and health in the round, which is a beautiful concept that comes through for me. And as we moved in through that recap and then got ready for where we were headed, we came into that home stretch and we were in that finish with the flourish component. And it really has been accelerated, just like we saw in the activation process, and literally compressed with some intensity here, right? These multiple episodes in a day can seem like too much. That's totally fair. You have no obligation to listen to them all at any particular time, and particularly not in the specific day. But for me to trust that the pacing will work itself out, just like in the races. I start strong. Sometimes there's a messy middle, and I do my best to finish with a flourish, more recently, that kick has not necessarily been there, but also seeing where I can turn it on, where I can show up for myself. And so here it is, trusting that today I will get it done. And seeing that with so many of my coaching clients and program participants, that oftentimes we have this underlying fear that we're not going to follow through, that we're not going to make it happen. But we also have a whole lot of evidence that we are the type of person who gets things done, 
We don't leave things undone forever. There are lots of spaces and places where we have crossed finish lines and have brought things to fruition and to completion. And seeing that, honoring that, noticing that, bringing those threads through, right? And that's an episode we had, is available to us to be able to say, even if it's not exactly as I envisioned it, even if the pacing wasn't one per day for 30 days, I can bring it into that average. I can bring it into that overall and overarching experience. And I can trust myself to get it done. And sometimes it does mean a little more work, a little heavier lifting. Sometimes it does mean, and we're going to say that to Dr. Funke, not always, but sometimes, right? Staying up a little later and pushing that, but not always, not every time, but knowing when needed, I can push that boundary. We had a beautiful sharing in a program wrap-up this evening, and it is time. We're at the end of the month, so many things are coming to a conclusion space where the question was asked, you know, I have these boundaries, but then I sometimes am soft with them and I don't uphold them as stringently. And is there room for both to be okay? Right, to recognize why. Why, when we do breach a boundary, we're doing that. Do we like our reason? Is it sustainable? Is it functional? Are we doing it all the time? Or is it an exceptional space where we're doing that? And also, what would it take for us to uphold them? To know that our time and our reason and our why is valuable enough. And owning and honoring ourselves is reasonable in that space. So on Sunday, we had Storytime Sunday, and I'm encouraged to continue bringing that back in the podcast realm. Again, that was a Facebook Live experience I had for many moons, and to bring it back and practice telling a story. I see some historical to bring through in other opportunities when an event happens to bring it in and enrich it through the space of story can be so powerful and such a connecting opportunity. I shared earlier today in our first of these triplicate episodes the challenge that has emerged in November, both this challenge, right, the podcast daily adventure, the rowing challenges that have emerged and some of which are ongoing and bridging into the next month. And it was so interesting. I came downstairs after recording that episode and my husband said, what's in store for you in December? And I said, well, I actually just recorded an episode about this. And he said, well, will you tell me or I'll have to listen to it? <laughs> and it could be a both and space. But I realized I didn't get as specific about what is in store for December, And so as I look at the penultimate episode, number 56, Holding Hope, and as I look ahead into December and think about what do I want, what do I need, what do I believe is possible, what am I willing to do, what am I confident that is going to come to fruition, what courage can I muster to guarantee that I can put some tangibility and some oomph behind that, and then as I was opening the podcast, as I always do, with the intro and seeing those roles, right? So seeing those roles and just thinking about them and thinking, what would I like to see in each of those and which perhaps haven't been nurtured as much? So physician, I'm on a clinical pause. I'm not actively in clinical practice. That said, I've had the opportunity to be asked questions about health, about neuromusculoskeletal medicine, often by family and by friends. And actually in a recent conversation with a participant in a coaching program, when thinking about the engagement with patients and the hope that we do bring to that space and the opportunity we have to help the patient to see what's possible for them, 
is one of the times I've missed medicine the most in these last two years. And that specific clinical practice and just feeling that being in the encounter, being with the person, putting hands on for the exam, offering treatment, engaging in that dialogue, both verbally in a palpatory sense, in that emotional energetic sense that emerges in that space. And so I thought about that and I thought about what clinical space might open up. I thought about locally what makes sense and what practically makes sense. And I don't feel ready at this point to step into anything specific and tangible in that space, even knowing that it's a possibility and feeling it seems enough. You know, and hope is actually in the intro as well. I hope they will light the way for the path to your best health. And light comes in as that means of hope for me. But there, I can honestly say that I very much feel that the work that I'm doing feels like an expansion of my clinical practice of medicine on a broader scale in a different way. And also, I'm willing to see what seems right, what feels right, allowing it not necessarily to be all logic and ration, but feeling and emotion and desire and alignment, resonance, if you will, in the physician space. And so I don't have any particular challenge for the month of December other than staying tuned into what calls me there and listening in for that. There is an opportunity arising in our community for a space that's emerging. And my physician role, my physician experience, my physician training, certifications, all of those pieces right, might be best utilized in that space and maybe not in direct one-on-one patient care. I do notice, maybe this will be the challenge that satisfies the physician piece, some of the logistics of maintaining licensure and insurance and all those components, that does need to be addressed. In December is often where some of those deadlines and expiry dates happen. So perhaps I'll look at that. I'll look at the logistics around physician and have that be the December challenge there. Parent, December challenge there. We're looking at seasonally what we're going to do as the snow begins to fall and how we'd like to engage. We played a family game tonight, which is one of the more enjoyable ways I spend time with my children is in games, not necessarily for the competition, but I grew up playing cards. We do have a ping pong table now. And so putting forward some more regular engagements in those enjoyable activities that all of us can share and being supportive in the basketball season for my children. How can I be of help and of support to them? And we do have the good fortune of having some collective holiday events safely at this time. And so that, and coming into this holiday season with some mindfulness and attentiveness. It's my challenge there is to be present, to be engaged, and to have fun in that space. As an athlete, as I shared, I'm on the holiday challenge right now with Concept 2, so accumulating meters on the rower and following my usual programming. I have felt, again, this pull to return to the track club runs. There are some schedule conflicts there with other commitments, but I'm going to sit with that and envision it. We have some races coming up, really some fun runs that are happening and just tuning in there. Writer, I'm working on a collaborative project and bringing forward the activation process into book form. So let's put that as a more specific December challenge and 
we had the 5K a day in May. We have, you know, 1K a day different times. So we're going to put a thousand words a day on the December challenge for the writer. Now, musician, this is an interesting one. And there was actually just a concert for a group I anticipated joining, but for various logistical purposes, it didn't pan out for the fall term, if you will. But it's available to me to play any number of instruments. We have access to many of them here. And I've gone back and forth between playing a new instrument or bringing the cello through more regularly. And what I would like to do is commit to playing and see my task goes to every day in the Gretchen Rubin concept of either do it every day or don't do it. So there's not this question of when. So what if I could make it a reasonable low bar of 10 minutes of music daily? And that can also include when I practice with my children, when they're rehearsing for strings and 10 minutes of playing music daily. Let's put that on the December challenge. As a coach in different forms, you know, I've been helping some with coaching with my kiddos, but coaching is mostly showing up right now in the athletic space a bit. When I have my colleagues and fellow athletes come and train in the garage gym here, but really in the professional life coach space and in programs and in groups, in one-on-one settings. And so continuing that, and I'm also in coach training programs, right? Additional coach certifications and enrichment. And so being more committed there, I have upped the ante with my pod. As you heard, as we went through the PQ, the pod has been one of the saving graces of this time for accountability and for reliability and for connection. And so I'd like to engage more efficiently in the resources I have there and to keep showing up in a wholehearted space in those sessions, which I have the privilege and the honor to participate as a coach. Now within that, I do have engagement in the inner MBA and I realize we're kind of going through somewhat of a to-do list, somewhat of a goal list. And as I work through this, I invite you to do the same. So if you think about the roles you're upholding, what are some goals, challenges, ways you can engage with them as you head into this next season? So when the inner MBA, I had the pleasure of meeting some of my classmates tonight and committing to more active engagement there. So we talked about twice monthly meeting up and I'd like to go once weekly to live sessions for that program. And I'm putting this out here, right? I'm putting this out into the airwaves so that I'm holding myself accountable there. And then entrepreneur, I'm stepping into some depth of space there, practicing delegation, which is a challenge for me and continuing to grow the opportunities so that there is a wider swath of access for coaching in the medical profession. And looking at that as well in the space of the sociopathic life and living conceivable for those outside the medical profession to explore health in new ways. And so I'm committed to that and to participating in those programs that do keep me on task and support entrepreneurship. So that is what's coming up in December. And we could say that's plenty. We could say it's not enough. We could say it's too much, but it is what it is. And we'll revisit it over the course of the month and at the end of December and see where we are. And as I shared, bringing up the Living Conceivable daily emails, those inspirational posts, bringing that through for me and sharing it for what it has to offer the world. So that is how I'm framing out this next month. 
knowing that I have room to be flexible within, that I can move timelines if needed. I can check in and see what's too much, what's sustainable. I can look at the action components, what I'm actually doing there. And I can look at what my hope is, what my belief is, what my willingness is, what the blocks might be. And if it's not happening in the way that I anticipate, see, right? Is it some outside issue? Are there logistics? Are there practical reasons this isn't happening? Are there things I'm thinking or doing that might be getting in the way? Do I have the opportunity to shift? Should I choose to? And what does that look like? What will success look like in each moment? And just as we saw with coming through the rowing challenges, there are opportunities to be successful all along the way. And it doesn't have to be the finish line. It doesn't have to be the victory. It doesn't have to be a medal or the first place or the personal record. It can simply be what happens all along the way in each and every moment. And so as we come to the wrap up here, to the finish with a flourish, let's look at some of the definitions of finish and see which ones resonate and see how we might change that experience. See how we can embrace having gotten to the completion of something and also seeing how we get to closure, continuation, how we can create this infinite loop, this renewable resource for ourselves as well. So to come to an end, an end can feel sad, end can feel relieving, an end can mean that we have made it, an end can be disappointing, any of those are possible. But an end can also be a boundary, a demarcation, it can give us freedom, it can allow us to move on to the next thing, it can allow us to stop and turn around and reflect Sometimes it's coming to the finish line, then we get to watch others accomplish. We get to see what it was like to come to the end of a course, task, or undertaking. And that's happened in a lot of ways, like I've said, in this month. To end relations with. And seeing that sometimes right there can be important spaces where we say, that's enough. Right, This is all that I have to give here. This is no longer working for me. This is no longer the right match. And we can set one another free in that space. To end a competition in a specified manner or position and looking at that, right? When we finish first, when we finish second, when we finish last, whatever that is and whatever we make it mean. So seeing how finish comes up there. To bring to an end, right? So is it the space where we're arriving or are we creating that? Are we moving it to completion? This one, let's look at it, to defeat or ruin utterly and finally. And does that ever come up for us? I'm finished with this. I'm finished with you. That phrasing and just noticing that, noticing the tone, the connotation and how that feels. Thinking about the end stage and Also, this, something that completes or perfects the result or product of a finishing process, the quality or state of being perfected. Now, we might have issue with the concept of perfect or perfect, but at the same time, thinking about that to finish something is to bring it to its full state of being, is to reveal the beauty that's always been there underneath, 
think about it as in polishing, right? And so if we're finishing a table, it's beautiful as it is, and it can be enhanced. It can be made sustainable. It can be brought to a new state of being. And if we think of finish there, it doesn't feel like we're done with something. It doesn't feel like we're you know, throwing something away or there and never to return again, but we're actually helping it to realize its fullest potential. That changes the feeling of finish. Thinking of some options, right? To conclude, to complete, even just the difference there. To conclude, boom, stop, done. Complete, and I love the visual of a circle. All right, we've completed it. And then it actually can be seen in its entirety now. We've made it to that space. And let's look at some other synonyms for it. To follow through with, to stick out, to accomplish, to achieve, to enhance, to enrich, to improve. So just seeing what emerges with that. Thinking about to crown something, right? that can be an option. And to wrap up. So that's what came to fruition today, right? the conclusion of a program, bring it to a wrap up and seeing that it really was the beginning, that it is the beginning of many new spaces, phases, and ways of being. And it is the finish. It is the end of a component of a program, of a phase of a program. And letting that be okay. Sometimes we can have the tendency, and this happens for me a lot, to want to prolong it. So let's say you had a really fantastic evening and hangout and you want it to last a bit longer, or you plan the very next one immediately, right? And that's okay. Riding that wave and the enthusiasm and the joy of it. And at the same time, it can often enhance the enjoyment of it to close it, to complete it, to conclude it, to allow that to have existed and to have been beautiful and fun and joyful in the moment and not try to extend it beyond what it is. So that's an option as well. So as we think about finishing with a flourish, what that means, what we have to contribute, how we can honor and embrace the ending, how we can see that contribution and enhancement that emerges, and how we can set the stage for where we're going next because we have crossed that finish line. I thank you again for joining me on this journey in all the episodes, particularly in these 30 episodes for this daily podcast adventure. We'll get back to our programming. We'll find the rhythm that makes the most sense. I anticipate the conversation and the solo episode and perhaps the story time as a bonus or perhaps that to be the weekly episode. We'll tune in and see what makes the most sense. I thank you for the opportunity to see how health is all around, how it emerges, how it's being spoken and seen, embraced, how it's being enhanced, how there are conclusions to be made and continuations to follow. This is Dr. Amelia Beakey with This Osteopathic Life. Thank you for listening.